1: Al Wicked, thank you for joining us. Oh my God, I didn't even notice the background.
0: <laughs> all glory, Joe. All glory, Larry. Uh, most importantly, all glory, Naz Maldun. Thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> now, the uh, I just want to ask because I recently got turned on to the the special that you do. The what the hell is it called? the The arcade. What's it called? The it's Arcade the, of Terror. The Arcade of Terror. Thank yes, you. And yes. I just recently started watching them, and they're amazing. They're short, but they're amazing. And they used to come on after Uncharted Territory, right?
0: Thank you. They're, they just stream whenever President Jerry feels like throwing them on there. <laughs> oh. Usually without notifying me or anybody else.
1: Oh, so you're just like, the they get they call you the Novelty Act then? Jeez. Yeah. Do you believe it? No, I couldn't. I watched because uh, I wanted to. I wanted to watch a few. I was like, I went with the my most familiar one, which was uh, Revenge, WCW, NWO Revenge. So I watched that, and I was rolling on the <laughs> on the whole commentary of how. And now this is a legitimate idea. I feel that you want to hold this tournament.
0: That, that was the idea to to put the put it out there, and then Jerry would just book the tournament. It didn't work out. He just ignored me as usual. <laughs> But it would, be, it would be completely different,
1: and it would be the perfect time of year to do it around mm-hmm. Halloween, obviously. But out of the wrestling world right now, who would make the cut of the 16?
0: I got to name 16 guys and
1: <laughs> I say you name six.
0: Six. Okay, try putting in, uh, Dan Housen.
2: All right, good start.
0: Uh, recently met Mother Endless.
2: Okay.
0: Familiar with her? No.
2: Mm-mm.
0: Okay. Check her out. Uh, the Carver. Okay. okay. Uh, Midwest guy. Uh, I'm... you really put me on the spot here. <laughs> yeah. you should be prepared. I, I I watched a couple other interviews where you put other people on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> but I did not expect this. Uh,
1: I told I, I told you we usually shoot the shit. We're very unprofessional. That was very unprofessional of me to do that. I want to apologize wholeheartedly. No to,
0: I'm pretty unprofessional myself, so no need to
1: apologize. Why don't I help yeah, him? Be the good freaking host that I am. Exactly. Well,
0: just throw some out. Let me hear
1: them. How about War Horse? Absolutely. Hmm. I had one good one. <laughs> I mean, if you just look around our area alone, I mean, half of GCW looks like they're up to something dark and...
0: G. Raber. Yeah, G. Raber is a good
1: one. for sure. Uh, Tremont. I mean, he's pretty much...
0: Tremont great. is a monster in the literal sense, but I don't know if they, that he goes in that tournament. He doesn't look like a, something that would hide under your bed. or. Have
1: be you on. ever seen the top of his forehead? It looks like something's <laughs> going to pop out and grab you. Fair point. Yeah, yeah. He uh, could if, be alien.
0: He <laughs> could be any number of things. Uh... Most of which One I don't
1: want to face In the ring That's true And you haven't ever Faced Tremont In the ring
0: Never Never Wrestled Tremont No
1: I feel he's like He's Well he said he's done I think he's coming back For one more
0: Yeah He's going to wrestle Onita right Yes yeah. yep. On Halloween Nonetheless right mm-hmm. Yes
1: See there you go He does fit in that tournament
0: <laughs> he, might be,
1: he
2: might fit in the tournament Better than me Yeah <laughs> You forgot the book yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so, Hello Wicked, I do want to talk about, most recently, um, only a couple weeks ago at Glory by Honor, you guys, you had a uh, six-man tag match for the six-man tag team titles for Ring of Honor. And your team, Incoherence, was, of course, you, Frightmare, and Delirious, which was a big deal, especially here uh, locally, Um, how did it feel coming out to that crowd and going up against Shane Taylor Promotions?
0: I mean, I have not seen, not only not talked to or been around, I have not seen Delirious in years. Mm -hmm. It's been years. Uh, So it it was great to to get the whole crew back together. You know, we have our differences now and then, but at the end of the day, we're brothers. We're we're always going to stick together. Frightmare, Mantis, uh, Delirious, and myself. We got... A warmer reception than I expected, especially considering the team we were against. Incredibly popular. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't expect that. I thought these guys were, were you know, badasses. Like that. the people didn't like the people love these guys. STP, incredibly talented group of guys, and I mean, speaks for itself. They beat us. We're a seasoned trio, and they beat us.
2: Okay. Uh, it looked like you were in conversation. Ready. I was... Well, no, you're right, and not only that. I mean, you look at the streak that STP is on, and, and the people that they are beating, because there's no lack of talent there on that Ring of Honor roster, and those teams they're going up against. But I, I agree with you. I, I honestly did not expect that reaction and the crowd for you guys. I did. It was a hometown crowd. I mean, Philadelphia crowd's unique in itself. That's true.
0: True. They they have a long memory. Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't been in that building in, in years. Uh, well, not true. Very, very infrequently. Uh, I figured they'd forgotten about it.
1: So, not being... Because you're not under contract with Ring of Honor, correct? That's correct. Now, how do you go into... Like, how do you go about that? Not being an actual member of the roster and getting a title shot for their titles? Because Tony Deppen went through the same thing or is still going through the same still, thing. Yeah. Where he won the television title, he wasn't, he not a contracted superstar of Ring of Honor. Or he won the six-man, ta- or not the six-man, the tag team titles. And isn't a, isn't on the Ring of, Oster, Ring of Honor, Ring of Honor yeah. roster.
2: Hi, <laughs> <laughs> so like, yeah, So, yeah, uh,
0: we, we were trying to follow in Deppen's footsteps there and maybe steal a title win that we weren't under contract. Maybe get a better look at us, but... They're really they're just looking for they're looking for talent that can then give these guys a challenge because they're beating everybody. And I really thought we had a chance to take those belts, but that's all there is to it. They just they're willing to reach outside their own organization to, to find guys to 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 test their guys.
1: Now is that something where they bring out outside talent in hopes to maybe sign them?
0: That's not for me to say. That Would be nice, but uh, that was not relayed to me
1: anyway. No. No. I wouldn't think it would be, but I was kind of hoping <laughs> maybe to maybe pull a little magic out of my hat.
0: Never know. Never know. You know you, someone there?
1: No. Mm, no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the way social media works today, that also all you have to do is get a hashtag going, and someone will get a job. Isn't that it? Like, I feel like that's the the thing. It seems that
0: way. I'm sure there's a lot more going on than, than what's on the surface. I don't know how a hashtag works, so I couldn't really tell you.
1: <laughs> I speak like I know like volumes of this, but <laughs> I'm probably in the same boat as you. <laughs>
0: I don't know that anyone's gotten a contract based on just a hashtag. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's
1: probably true. Of course. That was probably a stretch by
2: me. A little bit. A little bit. But I apologize. <laughs> so the other thing that we love talking about, especially with people – that are a part of the promotion is Camp Leapfrog, and you've showed up at Camp Leapfrog multiple times. Uh, what is it about Camp Leapfrog that that keeps you coming back?
0: Yeah, it's as you guys have discussed before. It's very much a spiritual successor to Chikara. A lot of the kids that, that I worked with there are now there, and they're you know, they're doing the thing. They're thriving, and I'm just trying to get there as much as I can to help out in whatever way I can.
1: How do you feel like? Because we've talked to, I feel like we've talked to almost every camper. If not, we're only missing a couple. But you're held in one of the highest of regards by many of the people that we talk to. Now, can you speak on that? And how how does that make you feel?
0: I, that's an incredible privilege and honor for me to hear that. Uh, I I just you know tried to do the best I could to impart the knowledge I was given onto them. I was not owed that knowledge. I, I feel like I need to pass that on to other people. So for them to to re- respect that, uh, that means a great deal to me. I'm not trying. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we never said you were. Okay. No, no, uh, no. I saw the movie or
0: something.
2: So, with, with everything you've been as far as in your career and everywhere you have been, with that, like, Where, where, what is next? Where, like, are you, is there a certain goal? Having all that knowledge and like everything that passed down, there's like, what would,
1: what would be the next landing space? Or is there somewhere that you're hoping that sees you?
0: I don't have any particular place I want to end up. I just, I want to be somewhere where I can teach. I I don't have a spot like that right now. Uh, I don't know that I feel comfortable uh, bringing people into a group currently with the conditions the way they are. But once everything's cleared up, I, I wanna be wherever I can be. There's about ninety nine percent of all wrestlers that I have not wrestled. I wanna wrestle all. I wanna test myself against all of them. I wanna I wanna see what I can teach them, what I can learn from them. But I'd like to 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 be in a trainer spot again. That's one of the most fulfilling things I've I've ever taken part in.
2: Well and you've had you've had good teachers yourself, and like you said, you had the you had the knowledge passed on to you so you want to pass that knowledge on is there a certain piece of advice or or a lesson that you were that you were taught that helped you your entire career that you use all the
0: time it's gonna seem kind of generic but don't stop training a lot of these guys they train till they get on a show and then that's it you train until the day you retire in my book uh, and that's not possible for me right now, the way things are kind of shut down. But it, if you have a place you can train, get there. It, you're never too old to learn new stuff. And I think it really helps with your longevity. I've been doing this forever. I've never been injured. I've never injured someone else. I, I feel like I could do this another 80 years. And I think I owe that to just staying in, in a training mode at all times. Always be learning. Always be working on, on your
1: technique. I mean, as much as the times change and how wrestling has kind of like went on like a speed development, like as of the past like 10 years where it used to just be uh collar elbow tie up and uh, lock up, arm drag, all that. Like it's evolved like tenfold from where it was. So, I mean, you have to almost be on the cutting edge of everything and learning something new just to keep up.
0: There's, there's always more to learn. If you think you know everything, you don't know anything. And, and you're right. I think back when I started, it was a lot, It gate-kept a lot more. They, they didn't want you to know everything. They want you to know exactly as much as they knew and nothing past that. And then, you know, the, the people I ended up training with more long-term, they just, they just opened those floodgates and said, learn this, learn this, learn everything, learn every style so you can wrestle anyone at any time.
1: Now, has that been, like, one of the most important things is every style? Because right now, it seems like there's less and less people that work every style. Now, is that something that you you recommend?
0: What, what exactly do you mean by that? You think people are, are not working every style currently? One person?
1: Right. Like, well, I don't know of too many people that work every single style. I mean no nope. I don't gonna, know that they'm gonna get educated
0: wrestle that way but most likely they know how to wrestle every way
1: okay so that is something that's being taught more
0: if it's not it should be
1: <laughs> all right sorry probably we, we didn't get too far on that one
0: <laughs> I'm sorry I don't know if I answered that question I, I think I'm gonna dance around it I think a lot of the guys that you only see about 10 percent of what they know and I hate throwing out fake percentages because they usually mean nothing. But a lot of people are – they know a lot more than, than what they're showing.
1: All right. Well, here's I'll, here's a good uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Scenario? Okay. Yeah. Example? Uh, uh, example. Thank you. There you me. go. Daniel Bryan just left WWE. Now, anybody who hadn't watched his previous stuff only saw his WWE stuff. Him now going to AEW is going to be able to open up his whole repertoire of moveset again where you just got – kicks the running knee uh the headbutt, and the yes lock in wwe and right. a couple suicide dives now you're gonna get to see his whole repertoire of moves and just be blown away so that's like kind of what you're saying
0: yeah exactly people are gonna see daniel bryant in a in a light they've never seen before if they weren't watching him 10 15 years ago and i think their minds are gonna be blown by what that guy can do
1: he was, like, because a lot of people would call him the greatest wrestler without even knowing that. And now... Oh,
0: right. Imagine what they're going to think after they see him cattle mutilating people.
1: <laughs> yeah. And he did... He had a match. It was, uh, it was the last... They were the last show before COVID hit. It was uh, Elimination, Elimination Chamber. Chamber. And they yeah. actually had uh, Gulak versus Daniel Bryan on the show. And I still... Getting to see that live was something, like, that I'll remember... For a long, long time. Yeah, phenomenal. Oh, it's
2: incredible.
1: Yeah, because... I mean, they and they they gave them the time, and you actually got to see wrestling, which you don't get to see a lot of over there particularly. But, I mean, with Ring of Honor... Ring of Honor re-gearing themselves as, like, the pure wrestling company, like, that's been great to watch. Because if... I, and I've told this to numerous people, if I'm going to watch something, I want to watch something that's going to get me invested... Inside of a match. Like, I want to see a story being told inside of a match. And I feel like you do a lot of that yourself. Like, you're you're a lot of in-ring storytelling. Like, you're not given, like, a lot of time for a lot of, like, longevity and storytelling with, like, one particular company. Not so much anymore. But um, you're, you're, your story is being told in the ring. And I feel like that's the type of wrestling that I enjoy watching because you it keeps you invested like that. Especially if they're good in the ring. Which Same
0: you way. are. That's my kind of wrestling, too. I thank you for that. That's my kind of wrestling, also. It's The story can be told start to finish in the ring. You don't need 50 promos and a backstage vignette where someone gets hit by a car. Just, just it gets told in the ring.
1: And you see a lot more people draw, drawing their eyes to that because... I mean, we've seen it's almost like we've seen everything. There's nothing else you can do behind the scenes or in promo wise that doesn't sound like something that sounded like from the 90s or the 80s or the 70s. Like it's all like pretty much the same thing that you hear. You take shots at the crowd, you take shots at the your opponent and I mean the builds all feel like you've seen them before. I mean, some people are better at it than others, so it makes you feel like this is the first time you're seeing it, but for the most part, it's all pretty cif- cyclical. Right,
0: you can put a spin on something to make it different, but at the end of the day, you're a wrestler, you're trying to beat an opponent or win a title, there's not many more motivations beyond that that make a lot of sense.
1: No. And then, well, if you have a a hatred for each other or a quote-unquote hatred for each other inside the ring, that does add to it a little bit. But, uh, again, that's told by the physicality in the match and how much harder people are getting hit and whatnot. At least it should be. I agree with you there. And the intensity. Intensity is great. I mean, the people that are just freaking, like, balls to the wall, intense, like, that's that's like an automatic draw.
0: Right, because anybody, no matter how little wrestling they've seen, can look at that and say, these guys don't like each other. These guys are trying to hurt each other. That's uh-huh. that's the beauty of professional wrestling.
1: Yeah, body language. I mean, anybody who can work a crowd and make them boo you within the match because – you can tell the clear favorite, like, who's the good guy, who's the bad guy. Like, that just brings me back to Shakar when we were sitting there for the Wrestle Factory, and that was how a show was supposed to be put on. The fans loved it, engaged, they knew what was going on, it was easy to tell, okay, we don't like him, we don't like her. Oh, we like him, we like her, this is easy. There's no, there wasn't any, like, in-betweeners or like, oh, let's boo the bad guy because... We're trying to be hipsters,
0: right? And when in history has there been more complicated and insane storylines than there? But you could still follow them. They're yeah. Still, <laughs> an and an antagonist, mm-hmm. and you could follow it. And if you didn't, there's someone sitting right next to you who could, in five minutes, explain the whole thing to you.
1: Yeah, literally, like you could just be like, "Huh," and like you'd have four people by your head. But let me explain it to you. It goes back to 2013, and then they just go from <laughs> there. And you're like, "Oh, wait, I've missed the entire show." <laughs> but no, those the, it was it was great. It was close. The fans were. It was always the same. Like it always seemed like the same group of people. It was like mm-hmm. a hometown crowd going to see a wrestling show on a random Saturday or Sunday afternoon or Friday, bef- right after work. I mean, it was great, and you knew the quality was going to be there.
0: Yeah, it, it, we had some, <laughs> some good times, for sure.
1: Now, I mean, looking back on that time, I mean, is there a match that you didn't get that you wanted?
0: So I think uh, I, I always want to wrestle the rookies. I want, to, I want to test the new guys, especially the guys I helped train. Uh, I think I only got one with Boomer Hatfield. We have done more than one, but so yeah, any of those guys, I got the train. i never really got to, to see what, if they retained any of that. I mean, I can see them in other matches. Sure. I can tell they're doing well. I, I need to get in there with them though. And see what they're about.
1: So boomers, the only one who are the other seven.
0: Oh, I got named seven. now.
1: <laughs> Shit, man. I'm really pulling the numbers. I can
0: name seven. Uh, I'll probably leave some out because there's a lot more. So uh, uh, let me preface this: these are people I help train. I, I don't like to claim that I train these people because it, it was a platoon effort. Yeah. Uh, so let's see: Boomer, uh, Shay McCoy, Edith Surreal, Hermit Crab, uh, Xavier Faraday, now Arthur Amata. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Saying that correctly. Uh, God. Jet Jahori.
2: that's six. Um, uh, that's good enough. You need
0: enough. There's tons more. I, I have a terrible memories. I think I related to you earlier. But any one of those, uh, would have loved to have a singles with.
1: Now, Camp Leapfrog going the way it's going, do you see that becoming a possibility? Any of those matches? Because well, I could see – right off the you said green ant being one that would be one I would like highly look forward to seeing like there is a couple names you rallied off like Edith Surreal how how she's basically turned into one of the best technical wrestlers on the independent scene right now that would be a great match
0: either one of them. those two are extremely special talents and I it'd be my privilege to go against either one of them and I think keep camp leap is probably the the place that's most likely to happen.
1: And, you know, I'm sure you know someone there that could help you with that.
0: <laughs> I know a couple of people there, yeah.
1: I mean, if they're going to watch this show, they're going to know
2: what's going to have to happen next.
0: Hey, you're watching the show, Levin?
2: <laughs> <laughs> he goes right to the top.
1: Yeah, right to the top. I the is he just the face of the company? Is there someone that's pulling the strings or is it is it the Levin show?
0: Uh, I don't know the inner workings very much But I I think he's uh, He's the head honcho
1: Because he's where everyone always says Levin's baby This Mm -hmm. is his uh...
0: It's his project for sure
1: Yeah It's amazing how it started Because we we watched it In the Because they they were the pandemic wrestling show One of the Like one of the premier Pandemic wrestling shows Because Mm -hmm. they were so out there and different And then to watch them Finally get a crowd And then Continue to build on that Like I don't know. Like, I loved it, but I didn't think it was going to gain honestly as much traction and speed as it did. And like, and size it, and, as the promotion. And, yeah, not yeah, and more and more of the the campers, the wrestlers that are joining. I mean, it's becoming more and more. Like, it's crazy how this flourished.
2: Yeah, I was I was
0: blown away by uh, the crowd they had at the Abby's birthday show.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Especially going from no crowd to this is our first paid audience, and wow, I was impressed.
1: Now, how did it feel? was that your first show back with the crowd?
0: No, I'd done a couple others, uh, maybe over the summer, but uh, in front of crowds. But it was my first LeapFrog show I've ever been a part of the actual card.
1: Now, coming out of the pandemic and having your first match with a crowd, what's the feeling?
0: It's and- almost like a completely different game now. The, the crowds are so responsive and so appreciative. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, it's like we, we went away for 10 years.
1: That's ins- and that's why I think that, that also plays into the, the Ring of Honor um, crowd that oh, yes. blew up for you guys. I mean, yeah. people took advantage of a lot of what they had. I mean, we did it sometimes, too. You take advantage of it. When you have so much of it and it's so easily accessible and you're able to get to whatever, I mean, you kind of lose appreciation. And then when it's all taken away, and this goes for probably almost anything in life, mm-hmm. but this just so happens to be a wrestling show, but that's taken away from you. Now you like you only have social media to, to watch a little bit of wrestling and some apps and whatnot, or you can watch the Thunderdome or whatever you want to watch. And then, it just got to be the same thing. You got to hear all the grunts. And you got to hear all the, "uh," ah, And you got to hear all the hitting of the mat. And you're like, God, you need that crowd. You can't just sit there and, like, it, it's, it's not unbearable. But it's like, God, it's becoming too much. We need the crowd. And now the crowd comes back. The crowds are hot everywhere. Everywhere. Like, everything that I've watched or been a part of, it's crazy how the energy holds for the whole entire show's. Because when you're running a four-hour show or a three-and-a-half-hour show, there's going to be some lulls
0: in there, but not as of late. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> Man, I forgot what I was going to say. You, you really don't appreciate what you have until until it goes away. But I don't know how long this is going to last, but it, it's really up to the wrestlers and the promoters to don't burn the fans. Yeah, don't, don't take things away from them that, that you promised them. Give them a good show. Don't give them a six-hour show. We got to keep this going because wrestling without fans, to me, is not wrestling. I know, I know a lot of people tried. Uh, I couldn't watch any of it. it the wrestling, the crowd is a, as much as the show a, as the wrestling itself. You can't have wrestling without a crowd. It's just To me, it becomes not wrestling anymore.
1: Yeah, it's not the the spectacle that you want to see. It just becomes... It's like, for you, not necessarily for us, but it'd almost be like you watching hours and hours on end of training or maybe in some cases lack thereof.
0: <laughs> but that, that sounds kind of interesting, hours of training. But, yeah, I, I don't know how the wrestlers themselves who, who were in that situation dealt with it. I, it just seems so weird. Like, you do a, a practice matches at training sometimes, but even then you have the other trainees watching and, and reacting to things.
1: At least there's some sort of outside noise, noise. Something,
0: yeah. There's there's no feedback. It's it's very bizarre.
1: Yeah, they needed like animal noises in the background, I think. They they I think something. that would've
0: worked. Did they do that?
1: No, I think they should have though. I think they should have oh, sw- they had the power to switch it up noises every single week that they were on. They could have had like a safari theme or like ghosts and goblins and like a Hollywood they could have had all sorts of they could have had all sorts of like schemes going on where they had funny noises in the background.
0: Lack of creativity,
1: I guess. Yeah, right. I always said I should be in some sort of creative. Yeah, what this
0: promotion where there's clown noises happening in the background?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you said it because I've been thinking the whole time he was spouting off about animal noises and all that. I was thinking the same thing. I just wasn't going to say anything. You mean
1: this wasn't a good idea? I'm
2: glad you said it. It wasn't me. Fuck. I'm just... no, I'm on board with this idea. Don't get
0: don't get me wrong. All right, all right. Well, uh, no, I got I'm one. Not, no. You're not. Larry's no, out. Absolutely not. <laughs> Larry's out.
1: I feel like it's at least something new, and people yeah. people like
2: new. They do. <laughs> so we did talk about the you watching all these different teams in Ring of Honor and what you like about Ring of Honor, and we said that when you're watching like that pure wrestling, that guys that just can go at it. Sports. Exactly. It's more sportier edge. Is there two guys, or girls, or whatever, a singles match that you would turn on and completely be able to check out who are those two people in the ring? That's
0: a good what, what do you mean by check out?
2: So just completely, you know you can get immersed in it, lose yourself in it. like and You won't be critiquing. Yeah, you can just, as a fan, just enjoy the art that these two people that you want to watch the most. Who are those two people that you can put on if they were in a singles match
0: uh gresham for sure Mm -hmm. you can watch him you know he's not gonna make any mistakes there's nothing to critique the guy has his technique it's down yeah so you can just watch him go out and create art uh incredible uh second one Hmm. i mean it's hard it's hard to find someone who's gonna stand up to gresh uh you
2: said it has to be a Ring of Honor guy? no oh, no no no! Any any wrestler that you just want, you know, you can enjoy. You could like you said, a Gresham. You can just put two people and who? Any two wrestlers that you in want. the world? whoever okay. yeah. you Give
0: me John Gresham versus Rey Mysterio Jr. Wow! Jesus. Did that happen? That must have happened somewhere.
2: Uh, I mean, it could have. It could have. I
1: don't know if it has. I don't know if I've seen it. I'm gonna look at. I'm gonna look it up after this though. Age <laughs> Is it a cage match?
0: Cagematch.de that website. Oh that yeah, yes. match. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, trying to think of where that would have happened though.
0: Yeah, Mysterio was for a while showing up at some weird places. Maybe yeah. He
1: yeah, he was showing up in a lot of random places. When he was like, uh, it was like right on his way back to WWE. I think. Yeah. Right, he
0: right.
1: was doing a bunch of random shows when before that he was Lucha around, right? Was he there?
2: I can't. I don't say know. For sure. I don't know that. Yeah, I can't say for sure. I don't, I'm not Did sure. Were,
0: uh,
2: I could. I, yeah, I gotta. Fa- sometimes I gotta check facts. Yeah, might not be a
1: fact.
0: GageMatch.de.
1: Yeah, we'll find it there for sure. <laughs> Is this like a promotion that we're trying to? Are we trying to? We trying to, we trying to get numbers?
0: Yeah, I'm trying to drive traffic to German websites about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, before we let you go.
2: Is there anything coming up you want to promote? Uh, Any future events or anything like that?
0: Uh, Events. Let's see. September, we got Blitzkrieg in Springfield, Mass. That's uh, September 18th. Uh, Probably should have wrote these down.
1: (laughs) 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 When I told you not to prep, that was my bad. (laughs) Yeah,
0: this is what I meant. Uh, JCW, Jersey Championship Wrestling, October 9th. I want to say, okay, in Atlantic City, I'll be at interspecies Species Wrestling in Williamstown in ten twenty three, and Elvac. Uh, you guys know Elvac?
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah yeah, 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 of course. In the Lehigh, Lehigh Valley. Valley,
0: great show. Check it out. Be vaccinated, or they won't let you in. Uh, ten twenty two. Okay, I think cool. that as far as dates, that's all I got. Uh, other stuff I want to promote. Like you said earlier, Arcade of Terror. Check it out on YouTube. It's very hard to grow a YouTube audience. You need to watch my videos, like them, subscribe, do all that, and then post links. To, I don't know. Twitter blocks every link I post, so I don't know how to get around that. <laughs> Send me a message.
1: I'm sure Larry can help you out once we, uh, yeah, probably. We'll, once we stop
0: <laughs> recording. Yeah, like I hooked me up. I got With you. Arcade of Terror, we got... Uh, game, I'll call them reviews, I don't really review anything, they're just weird horror games I play, and I of course like them all uh,
1: except yeah. for that football one, that was I, that was so bizarre, that was
0: not really re- a horror game, was it? no, it was
1: the most bizarre one that I, I was like but the commentary was great. I mean, the commentary throughout, you're like, I don't know if this is what goes on in actual <laughs> high school football. Is this a career mode where you start in high school? But I've I never actually I've never, never no. actually made it to the field. I was just trying to find a girl who wasn't home. It was I'm the... not
0: familiar with the game of football, so. Very well be exactly what football is.
1: But to be honest with you, for $2, I would pay to find out what this actual game was about. <laughs>
0: Check it out. It's all on, uh, you know, whatever, wherever you get games.
1: <laughs> not wrestling cage match <laughs> TV. No. <laughs> <Uh-oh. laughs> yeah, that <it's> section yet.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, we're going to be uh, adding more stuff uh, coming up on the one-year anniversary of the Arcade of Terror. And while, while I'm not wrestling as much because of the this pandemic that's going on, that's, that's where I'll be posting content. Check it out.
1: I'm surprised there hasn't been a Resident Evil yet, or has there, and I missed it.
0: Yeah, <sighs> those games are hard. <laughs> to play one. They're very long and they're very difficult. I'm not good at video games. I don't know if you you got that sense from, from the show. I don't I don't barely know how to play video games.
1: Yeah, it's more like simulations, right?
0: Right. Yeah, <laughs> just things that can run themselves.
1: You're a genius. <laughs> you don't even play the games, but you make a show about the games. You are a genius.
0: And also, if you've seen the show, it has very little to do with the games. Yes, or just the. Uh, the weird stuff that happens around here
1: life fa- yes my favorite part is when you receive a shirt you say you're not going to wear it and it's not for you and then they it clips, and then you're wearing the shirt at the end that's my favorite part
0: I mean, who am i to turn down a free shirt
1: <laughs> we can't blame nothing, you there
0: nothing pro wrestlers love more than a free shirt oh
1: well next time we see you we got one for you yeah, that's
0: right yeah it's <laughs> gonna be i'll be there <laughs>
1: Well, we'll be down like uh, South Philly. You can just come drop on there. Just go to
0: South Philly. Stand on any corner. Yep.
1: Yeah, we'll find you. Go to the I nearest. Know. Go to the nearest cheesesteak place. That. That's where you'll find me. Where was it? Go to the nearest cheesesteak place, and that's where you'll find us.
0: All right. Oh, look out!
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, you named. I don't think any of them were in the area, though. That the ones that you named.
0: Uh, Williams
1: Town. Oh, Williamstown, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's
0: a Leaf Frog, right? Yeah, the building.
1: Interspecies At- Wrestling, 1023. Now, Interspecies Wrestling. Now, is that just a bunch of difference of gimmicks, I want to say? Is that. It's,
0: it's exactly what it is. It's uh, different species wrestling each other.
1: Is the robot guy going to be there? Remember the robot guy? He was- Shockwave?
2: Yes! Yeah. I, I, I hope so. <laughs> is robot
0: I- a species? I mean. Uh, Maybe, yeah. Most of it's like an animal against a human being.
1: Oh, it's an animal. No robots. Can yeah. the robots be the ref?
0: Crabs and pandas and tigers.
1: Okay, so King Crab's gonna be there.
0: Hopefully, yeah. He, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> they have their own crab guy, though.
1: Oh, they got so, another crab. Isn't that
0: uh, gimmick yeah. infringement? Uh, I, I don't know who's around 1st they they're they're very different crabs. There's sure. very little overlap.
2: Not like the main event mix-up that we had. Oh, no, no, We're, we're not we're going to talk about that again. No.
0: Yeah, I'm familiar. This is <laughs> real. <laughs> 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 or Krummel's in the is the fourth now, or the third.
1: Third? They're the third, third. but they're third. the one third. and only. In their hearts, they're the one and only. They're the true main event. Uh, so.
0: Well, they're all good teams. Uh, I, I don't oh, know. Man. I guess it's like triple threat. See who keeps the name.
1: That's what I said. I don't think they're up
2: for it. That got shot down very yeah, quickly. Yeah, it got shot down.
0: Did Crumbles and Defari shut it down?
2: No, the no, main event, circus no, involved main event. main event? Yeah, now we're going to do this again? Yeah, no, hold on, hold That's on. That's what I said. The circus-centric main event. The ringleader event. and... This l- ones. Yeah. Okay. The circus one? Yeah. The circus one. Well, you have the sports theme, the circus themed, and then the true main event. Yeah. Some people... I follow that. Exactly.
1: Yeah, I, mean, I got it. Yeah. I knew what we were talking about. <laughs> Speaking of trios, the king of trios. Yeah. How was that being a part of? I know we said we were going to let you go, but Larry sometimes jumps a gun. And I'm, not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not ready for that.
0: 45 minutes till sundown before I can leave my house.
1: All right. So there we're good. Go. We got time. So, Wait. the king of trios tournament, what was it like being a part of that? I mean, that seems like it's one of the coolest. And can we bring that back in some capacity?
0: I don't know that you, could, that you could reasonably replicate the atmosphere. Not just for, I, I don't know what it was from a fan's perspective. From a wrestler's perspective, it, it really had a, a feel like no other show I've ever done. Every year, it just got bigger and bigger, and it was incredible to be a part of. When I was a part of it, it started, started excluding me toward the end, <laughs> so I was too violent to be in it. But, We've but been hitting a lot
1: of buttons tonight. Yeah. I don't know. Well, so I
0: guess technically I did see you as a fan because I was still there. I was still creeping around in the back, and that was cool
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was one year where fricking Scott Steiner was in it. Like Scott, yeah. Scott, like with that, Jordan Grace as is one and of his partners. It was that in itself is like wow. Like you don't you? I would have never like pegged like oh I'm going to get to see Scott Steiner in a fricking trios tournament. In whatever, was that three years ago, I think? Four years ago?
0: Three or four, yeah. Yeah, Yeah,
1: three or four years ago. But in that time period, like, what the? Like, that's when you know, like, wrestling is like, this is like the most incredible thing ever.
0: Yeah, that's what's great about wrestling. These weird combinations of people that just show up randomly. Like, seeing Scott Steiner in the back of a Chicago locker room with his bands getting warmed up. (laughs) Where else was I ever going to see that in my life? You would have, got, you
1: would have, you would have had to been that. in TNA or WCW.
0: Right, which I have not been in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm holding out for WCW.
1: I'm holding out for you, too. I think you'd fit in great for the first hour of the Cruiser race.
0: But we would like, Lash LaRue?
1: Yeah. I yeah. want to see you go against Alex Wright.
0: Oh, yo. <laughs> <laughs> like, that could yeah, probably happen. Probably to try to figure that dance out.
1: I cannot do it. I feel like that could happen, though. In the weird times that we live in, we could get Howl Wicked versus Alex Wright somewhere. If the stars align in the universe correctly and how they should, like, we could get that.
0: Is that Alex, Alex Wright active?
1: I don't know
2: about it. I,
0: I, I mean, think he's Too Cold
1: Scorpio wasn't active and they brought him out and he's starting to have crazy-ass matches with all the young talent. What the fuck? Alex Wright, get off your ass. I mean, no one's...
2: Too Cold Scorpio is... Yeah, I think you're holding that's Alex different. Wright a little too high on the pedestal there. Well, no one wants right, to right. see Disco
1: Inferno. <laughs> no one uh, wants to see Disco out there.
2: You just put Alex Wright in the same category as two Cold Scorpio. You realize
0: that?
1: Yeah, I mean, it was a little. It was a little uh, abrasive. Of me. <laughs> that's
0: okay. I, <laughs> well, how that's about how about
1: if we throw Raven out there? Is that closer? Raven versus Halloween? I okay. like Raven. Yes. That's, yeah,
0: you. You know, I'm a huge Raven. I Absolutely. Know.
1: Yes. Was that your was that your uh company growing up was WCW your what you watched?
0: I was more WWF at that time but drifted into WCW and, and found out too late that I really did enjoy what they were doing.
1: Now what? Okay. So, that, was well,
0: that- up. do you think Alex Wright runs cagematch.de? <laughs> <laughs> Possible, right? I, I mean, seen. if
1: all yes, I think if we <laughs> fact check what we know about German websites and Das Wunderkind, I think, I Do think it, uh,
0: dot who is lookup. You're gonna see <laughs> Alex Das Wunderkind, right?
2: Yeah, I think we've come complete full circle. That's okay. Right? That's yeah, that's, yeah, that's this what is, this
1: show was meant for. This show was meant to happen for that one reason. And that one reason only. It doesn't matter what else you heard during this. It was wrong dates or us quizzing fucking hell wicked on numbers and shit. We learned one thing. Alex Wright is the head operator, chief financial <laughs> officer of. Yeah. The K- K- top K- top. E. Where the fuck was I going I, before that? I don't know. We we
2: got. We're talking about Raven, I think. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. we
1: were talking. Ta- oh no no. We were talking about. Um, You drifted over from WWF to WCW, so he was the WWF fan, and I was the WCW fan Uh, growing up in that era of the Monday Night Wars and whatnot, because my dad liked WCW, and that's what we watched. We had one TV. That's what we watched. Did you guys
0: know each other at the time?
1: No. No. We we found all this out later on in life, but...
0: I would have hated each other. I don't
1: know
2: about that. I don't think re- wrestling was as vile and like yeah, co- we weren't as stupid co- as to have to compare them and not and hate you if you don't like ours. Like that, that wasn't a thing. Yeah, I
0: think you guys might be forgetting that time.
2: Maybe, Maybe I was
0: different where you where you guys were.
2: I don't know. I mean, I don't yeah, ever but that's remember I,
0: my just, friends, like, my
1: actual friends were WWF fans. I just watched WCW. Maybe I was I was like I was probably one of the only ones watching WCW, but. From what I can... Now now you know. I'm a little foggy in memory. But anyway...
0: Maybe. There was probably a full-out war of uh, which one was better. You just forgot about
1: it. Maybe I got too many blunt hits to the head. Yeah. <laughs> that could have been it. It's too many steel chair shots. We did used to do the, the tray tables and break through those. Those were fun.
2: I think everyone did that. The lunchroom
0: tray tables?
1: No, no. Like your home... Like, you know, like the home tray tables they use for, like, TV dinners and shit? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, They're my parents hated it, and my friends' parents hated it. Why are all the ta- Why are all the tables broken? I don't know. would yeah, your parents hate that. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> no reason. No reason at all. But anyway, what is what drove you from WWF to WCW? What brought you to the dark side?
0: They, they were putting on those uh, the like the six man matches with like the young dragons and the uh, and one two three not one two three three count. My memory is terrible. But, yeah, like, I don't know, like, we're still – I didn't stop watching WWF. It was like I was supplementing it with WCW. But those, those six men, they were advertising, hey, this is going to be better than that TLC match you just saw. And I fell for it. I watched it. <laughs> we, we bought the pay-per-view. They weren't as good, but they, they were still good. It got me hooked in. So, good marketing on their, their –
1: yeah, WCW never had the like spectacle thing down. They never had like the the camera quality and all that for it still felt very like Midwest territory with WCW. Yeah, and then you just
0: had Hulk Hogan coming out every every five,
2: quarter. Every five minutes. <laughs> every, every segment. Not a Hogan fan?
0: Not a Hogan fan
2: at all. If you couldn't tell by the video, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he's a Bret Hart fan.
0: Huge yeah. Red Heart
2: fan. I just like that he featured Ron Hextall.
0: Huge Ron Hextall fan, too. Me, too. Checking you guys, the box. Billy guys, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. I'm from Sleepy Hollow. I still love Ron Hextall.
1: I yeah. do not. If we were to turn the camera around, you would see every piece of Flyers merchandise and memorabilia yeah. there was.
0: You got some Hextall?
1: Yes. Yes, I, I do. Hextall
0: right
1: here. He's started. Is he with you at all times? Is that your guardian?
0: Well, yeah, he's possibly. Uh, being possessed by the soul of Meskrabat. Uh <laughs> So we keep him around Just in case Oh he's possessed? He may or may not The soul of Neskrabat may be inhabiting That Ron Hextall starting lineup figure Well
1: it's a good thing he's only like A fraction of his actual size Or you'd have something to worry about
0: Yeah life size Ron Hextall running around here
1: <laughs> Is it kind of like Puppet Masters? I'm sorry? Is it kind of like Puppet Masters where he's going to come alive And try and kill you in your sleep?
0: I think he's just plastic, so I'm not worried about that. (laughs) (laughs) Very few few points of articulation, too. Hold soul stick. (laughs) So we keep him there as a vessel, you know. We don't want to just have that soul floating around in the universe causing trouble.
2: I guess I can't blame you, oh. I don't know.
0: watch the whole series. There, there, this all makes sense if you watch the entire arcade of Derek.
2: I,
1: yeah, I'm going to definitely have to. Absolutely. I think I'm like five episodes, but I think I, I jumped around, so I should watch them in order. But, uh,
0: yeah, it's, it's a series. It's uh, in cereal.
1: Cocoa Puffs? Uh,
0: more Cocoa crispies. <laughs> I have to say. Are those the cookies? No, the Rice Krispies. No, they're like chocolate. Rice
2: Krispies, book of chocolate. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: I don't think I've ever had
2: Cocoa Krispies.
0: What? How old are you? The planet? Are you from?
2: <laughs> he's from Planet Delco. Uh, uh, that's where he's from. Planet Delco. Yeah, it definitely
1: is. It definitely if is. I was back there not too long ago. Oh my God, it's definitely. Yeah. <clears throat>
2: So it's like a different country. If you are finished and didn't want to step on your toes again this time. No, that's okay. Uh, I think
1: we got some more useful information. I think, we I did. think if Absolutely. we would have wrapped up prior when you wanted to, we wouldn't have found out all that we know now. I couldn't agree more. And awesome. I was I was wrong.
0: Where Alex Wright has been. So <laughs> if anyone
1: was thinking about if anyone turned off when you were getting ready to close the show down, shame on oh. you. You missed gold. Oh, that's on them. That. You should always listen to the end of our show.
0: Always. Oh, you guys got post credit sequences. <laughs> yeah, of I was going to do
1: like like a uh, 90s sitcom montage mm-hmm. with some like we keep it light and fluffy like some nice wholesome music in the background.
0: Yeah, send them home happy.
1: Right. So,
0: happy if they're watching.
2: Me. <laughs> <laughs> so, hello Wicked. Thank you so much for taking the time talking with us. It was great talking to you. Um, we can't wait to see you, uh, whatever the next event is, closest to us, obviously, because, like we said, Williamstown, New Jersey. Um, we get there, we got to share it for you. Absolutely. So yeah. uh, thank we'll you t- again, and we hope you have a great night.
0: Hey, anytime, let's do this again, guys. Absolutely. absolutely. Hey, in all glory, now it's Maldonado.
2: All glory.